Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Now here's your host, the editor of Canadian Contractor Magazine, Patrick Flannery. Hi everyone, this is Pat Flannery. Well, this is my farewell from this podcast and uh, Canadian Contractor Magazine. Uh, I'll be moving on to uh, focus on some other magazines that I edit. Um, and uh, it is certainly bittersweet to be leaving such a, a wonderful industry and a wonderful group of people uh, that I've been working with since uh, early 2020. Uh, it was a bit of a, uh, a strange entry uh, into this market uh, with COVID uh, in the way. Uh, I didn't get a chance to meet uh, as many uh, of you as I uh, might have liked out there at, uh, at events and functions. Uh, but uh, that's uh, the way it goes. And uh, we uh, we still, uh, I think I got some great contact with everyone and, uh, and, and really learned a lot and just met some terrific people uh, along the way. So thanks to everyone listening, uh, for listening and for uh, reading and uh, seeing our e-newsletters and engaging with uh, what we do here at Canadian Contractor to try to uh, communicate with the industry and uh, and uh, bring everybody together uh, in a in a conversation. Um, it is a great industry, and uh, I think it's a, a terrific time uh, for our next editor to be taking over, where uh, contractors, I think, across this country are, are, are more important than ever. Uh, the news is full of conversations about housing shortages and uh, difficulty uh, uh, getting the work done uh, that we're going to need to do to repair our, uh, our built environment and, uh, and, and bring it up to uh, the energy standards that people want for the future. Um, and uh, there's a lot of challenges and a lot of opportunity, uh, I think, ahead of uh, of all of you. And uh, and I uh, I wish everyone uh, everyone luck in their uh, in their efforts ahead on that. Um, as you uh, embark on that challenge, you're going to be in the very good hands of uh, Adam Friel. Uh, he is the current editor of Onsite Magazine for uh, our parent company, uh, Annex Business Media. Uh, he'll be retaining on-site, which is a heavy construction and infrastructure magazine, um, and uh, also taking on Canadian Contractor as well. Uh, Adam is uh, a veteran of the industry of many years, uh, as you'll hear in the segment up ahead. Um, I brought Adam onto the podcast to introduce him to all of you, uh, to give everybody some insight into uh, his thought about uh, the direction of this uh, business uh, B2B channel and uh, to uh, just uh, allow you to get to know him and get familiar with uh, with Adam as he uh, is going to be taking this uh, excellent business channel forward. Uh, so once again, um, thank you all uh, for all the support and uh, uh, fond farewell for now. And I'll be uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing uh, and enjoying uh, Adam's work as he takes uh, Canadian Contractor forward from here. All right, folks, here I am with Adam Friel. Adam is the incoming editor of Canadian Contractor. Um, I'll be uh, I'll be stepping aside myself, just a little internal restructuring workload uh, uh, changes. And uh, and but the, the magazine and the channel is going to be in really great hands with uh, Adam. And uh, I wanted to get him on here on the hammer to uh, really 
introduce him to all of you and to uh, and to let everybody get to know him a little bit. And eh, we might have a little industry talk along the way here, because uh, as you're going to find out, uh, Adam's pretty knowledgeable and he's been uh, involved in uh, the construction industry one way or another for uh, for quite some time. So, hi, Adam. Uh, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks, Patrick. Thanks for having me on here. And uh, I'll try and keep my head from swelling too bit, too much from, uh, you know, so it still fits on the screen from all the intros and whatnot. But, uh... Well, I, 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 I couldn't be more, uh, more pleased with, uh, with who the brand is, uh, is, is getting handed over to. Uh, you've done a, a great job over there on, uh, on onsite. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good fit for you, uh, for you with the contractor audience and, and they really, um, they really uh, uh, are, a, are, are a group that I think you're going to have fun with uh, and that you're going to uh, and that you're going to uh, learn a lot from uh, a lot of smart people uh, in our in our readership. I got to I, I got to say for sure. But uh, before we get into all that, uh, let's hear about you, Adam. Uh, what's uh, what's uh, your what's your background in uh, in the in the in the industry and in, and in editing trade magazines and uh just, I guess, tell us tell us where you came from and how you got here. Oh God, I, I've been around the industry since uh, a lot of the trees were acorns, sort of thing, right? <laughs> like, uh, um, I, I think I, I got my start in B two B magazines. I, I guess it was about ninety six or so. So uh, I, I've been around the block a little bit. Uh, wow. My first foray into the uh, construction side of uh, of B two B was actually in around two thousand when I joined uh, uh, Heating, Plumbing, and Air Conditioning magazine back uh, a couple owners ago, which is of course HPAC's a sister magazine to all of these these works that you and I work on. Yes, um, and uh, and it's kind of kind of cool. I spent. Uh, uh, the bulk of uh, roughly 20 years with a couple little uh, side projects in between uh, covering the, the mechanical trades. So I uh, got a lot of uh, background on the plumbing systems, HVAC systems, refrigeration systems, um, you know, working with people. I, I, I was actually leafing through a Canadian contractor and saw Gord Cook in there. And uh, I know Gord fairly well, uh, been up to his cottage up in, uh, in Southampton, um, you know, and, and uh, he's, he's great for, uh, for uh, I'll say, playing with new technologies. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I love that sort of uh, aspect of, of the business, of course. Um, I, I guess uh, side projects along the way uh, during my mechanical uh, uh, travels. I uh, spent two years as the editor of uh, Woodworking Magazine. Uh, so dealing with cabinetry and, uh, and things of that nature. Um, and had a uh, kitchen and bath magazine as well for a little while that uh, that we launched as a little bit of a side project that was uh, that was a lot of fun, um, a lot of learning along the way there, and a ton a ton of pro uh, products uh, and new technologies in that sector of the uh, of the construction world. So um, and then uh, the the past year I've been um, uh, looking at larger builds, so a lot of heavy construction. Uh, on-site, of course, is uh, is there for infrastructure works, ICI, and uh, uh, we we dabble a little bit on the uh, residential side, mainly for high high-rise residential. But um, you know, I've I've basically spent the past twenty to twenty-five years um, the the bulk of it split uh, almost fifty-fifty between uh, residential work and commercial work. So um, you know, it's 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 interesting now that I I. Um, 
uh, I'm adding contractor into the mix. It'll be nice to get into something that uh, I can see things that I can envision in my own home again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I can't park the excavator in the driveway, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it? Each each of these each of these individual seg all the sub trades, right? And I I also uh, did a cabinetry uh, woodworking magazine for a few years, uh, uh, wood industry, and, uh, and and a flooring magazine, and and you know each of these sectors you could you could spend you know really any amount of time on. I mean, there's 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 entire B two B channels in 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 each of those, right? But the 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 neat thing about contractor is you're you're you know you're into all of these, right? You're touching yeah. all of these things in a in a in, a, in sort of a peripheral way and the the one thing i i always took away you know i i i used to be involved with machine tools as well and uh and uh uh, uh but you know to, to some extent small business is small business um and 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 a lot of people uh are facing the same challenges um, um, whether they're a contractor, whether they're a sub trade, whether uh, uh, even they're a supplier of, uh, of small stuff, uh, of course, that's getting a little different. But it, but it, it it you know there's 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 a lot of commonality, isn't there, across across uh, everybody that's that's trying to make it trying to make it on their own in the business world. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, one of the best comments that I uh, that I ever heard from a uh, one one of my uh, columnists actually on the um, on the hydronic heating side. His his wife is a uh, business uh, analyst and and consultant, and uh, her she sums it down as uh, uh, charge more than what it costs you to make. Uh, you know, and and it's it's pretty common, decent advice, but it's it's common throughout all these industries. And uh, and having covered several different uh, sectors, and I, I I like to look at the uh, or very often call them the white van sector, where it's a it's a commercial uh, uh, enterprise. Um, it's amazing how uh, working, say, with a uh, um, with an accountant. Can really illustrate some things that you that may not be readily visible about uh, you know profitability and uh, and uh, uh, keeping the wheels rolling right uh, you know it's it's really easy to make assumptions about what you should be charging out in that but when you crunch those numbers the numbers will not lie to you. Well, it, it, the the devil too in uh, it, when you're when you're doing uh, something like a contractor business versus uh, being a supplier of a product is that those costs for you to supply your service are harder to define and, 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 and very fluid. Right. Yes. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're making a widget um, you know, you, you could, you could literally go back in time and just add up the cost that it got to, to get to this particular object that's in front of you. Um, that, 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 that can't happen to, to the same extent. I mean, it's, there's a lot more guesstimation, right? So hundred oh, percent when, when you're not, uh, you know, when you're on a site and you realize that, you know, the, uh, um, you know, 15 cent item is holding up your project and somebody has got to go to the wholesaler to find it. Uh, you know, the, those are those costs that, uh, that seem to get lost in a, uh, in a process. And as you said, they're, they're much harder to, uh, to ensure that they're quantified in. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the fun of, uh, of the business life. I think and it, it makes for the war stories that you share over beers afterwards, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the, it's the special challenge and it's where the, the expertise and the experience comes in, you know, I mean, there's just no substitute for, uh, for being on the job and, uh, and, uh, and, and having, having done, I think, I think having done your time on the tools, maybe initially, and then, and then moving, uh, moving up the chain as your business grows, 
Um, I think it. Uh, I think that 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 early experience is critical to really. Uh, there's just no substitute. There's no way to train people uh, to be able to address the the really shifting and fluid nature of of, of everything we do in the contractor sector. Yeah, and I, I think that's that's kind of where the uh, the peer to peer sharing in the magazines yeah. really goes a long way. Like that's one of the things that I really like about the uh, the business to business side of things. And what I've tried to bring in to all the magazines that I've worked on has always been that uh, learn from each other. Like we're the industry itself. I I. I include myself in the industry because I'm part of it without, uh, without the readers building what they build, I wouldn't have a job either. So, you know, we're, we're all in the same trench together at times. And, uh, and, you know, it, it really comes down to, if you're facing a challenge on a job site, chances are somebody else in our readerships face the same thing. Um, you know, and, and same deal, even off the job site, trying, trying to manage the books very often in the evenings for some, uh, for some contractors, um, you know, or, or, you know, you're trying to transition the, um, uh, the business, say, to one of your children or trying to figure out uh, transitional phase depending upon where a business is I'll guarantee you somebody else has faced that same thing so uh, being able to share through the pages uh, you know and online goes a long long way and uh, that's you know I, I love that it's it's no different you know, like I, I typically attend a lot of uh, association meetings and uh, and things of that nature as well and uh, and that's what it's all about it's getting together and, and uh, helping each other out through you know figure out your paths forward right yeah yeah it's that that that's a great segue the 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 into you know what we what we actually uh, do here and what we're trying to do and and uh, i i agree with you entirely you know uh, uh we editors use the word we uh when we're talking uh, uh to our readers and to the industry uh you know maybe it's presumptive but uh <laughs> The, the fact of the matter is we're we're trying to be uh we're we're, we're trying to be part of uh of what everyone is doing uh we're trying to tie everybody together um we're trying to uh give people sort of a common touch point to look to and say hey this is you know this this, this is the publication that's talking about uh what we're doing um and uh and i think uh i think there's uh i think there's an important role for that that uh that that maybe doesn't doesn't always uh doesn't always come across it's, it's not it's hard to quantify right it's kind of a you know you're you're, you're not going to go well i read canadian contractor and made another ten thousand dollars this year you know i mean you, you know you're not going to do that but 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 you the funny thing is over time the, the 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 effect of of being tied in and being connected i think is something that that a lot of people find helpful or at least that's what they tell me uh, well, I, I still try and uh, fi find ways to, to hint at uh, how to improve profitability and whatnot as well. And uh, I actually, a number of years back, I, I tackled a renovation myself for uh, uh, for my mother-in-law's place and, and mapped out all of our costing, all of our, you know, the things that, uh, that could be done to, uh, and in that case, it was a small bathroom. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we tore everything right back to the studs. I had my uh, my subs and whatnot. Thankfully, it was a small small community, and uh, you know, I talked with the uh, uh, with the building inspector and all that. Made sure that we were all above board on everything. But uh, I was certainly like, I'm not tackling the plumbing. I'm not tackling the electrical. I've got my 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 uh, specialists for for all of that. But we used it as a way to kind of map out and say, you know, uh, it was a slow time in the industry. Here's an opportunity that uh, you know it doesn't have to be. 
always a uh, say a fifty thousand dollar reno it can be something that gets a homeowner into into a um, you know a modernized um um uh you know in that case it was a bathroom but uh kitchens and whatnot and and just being somewhat frugal in in what you're offering and, and understanding where each of your customers might be and in that case it wasn't the uh deep deep pockets but it was still a need that could be filled by uh by a, a contracting firm yeah and that's that's been part of um that's been part of the focus that i think contractor needs to have because um we are we are dealing with uh, uh, business people here. Um, the technical information is great. We we try to include it, um, but at the end of the day, um, our readers th th that's the one of the weird things in B two B publishing. Our readers are the experts. Uh, we 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 can't tell these people uh, uh, really anything in a lot of cases um, about how to about how to do the job. Um, but what we can do is at least share ideas and get conversations going, uh, maybe about how, how the business can run a little bit better, about some design trends and ideas that, that, that might give them some thoughts. Um, is that, is that, is that your, uh, your objective too, Adam? Is that how you approach the B2B uh, communications? Absolutely. You know, one of the things with uh, being on the editorial side of the fence, very often we get uh, shown new stuff earlier than most people. Mm -hmm. Um, so bringing, bringing some of that to the fore as well, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and, uh, some of it might actually, uh, uh, be implemented at, at some point in time out here. Like I, I, I laughed a few number of years back. I was at a, uh, at a European trade show and there's all kinds of new stuff that was coming out. And, and I was warned, just be, be aware that only a percentage of this will make it to the North American marketplace and for a number of different reasons. Sometimes it's uh, it's uh, code standards, compliance, all of that. But other times it's just, uh, it's filling a current need in the European market. And by the time it would get approved for, for say Canada or the US, um, it's time's already passed and there's a new technologies technology that's come and replaced it already so it's it's kind of a a neat thing there but uh but you know we've we get to see a number of uh, of things that might help on the uh, even on the installation side um ahead of time and we get the dialogue going to see if that might be a fit like i remember years ago when uh when pax plumbing was was really new and and uh there wasn't a lot of uh, of uh, desire to pick it up initially and now you can't walk into a build without seeing plastic pipe, mm -hmm. uh, you know. And and I think more more recently we're seeing even with uh, with copper piping and whatnot. I haven't seen a flame on a job site in probably three or four years, and you know, and and possibly even longer than that if I have to really rack my memory memory cells a bit. Yeah. But uh, but things do change over time, and uh, and that's part of what we're doing as well. Because you know, if you can go on on a site and do a push fit, press fit, whatever, that's going to be uh, faster, quicker, easier. Uh, you know, you're not getting bubbles in your solder, which is lovely yeah. to find after the drywall's gone up because that's <laughs> when you find them. Uh, you know, um, all of these things that uh, that we can be on the lookout for to help yeah. the readers and uh, ultimately the industry will decide which path it takes. But yeah. we, we we're kind of looking, looking to see what options might be out there and, and to, to foster those discussions and, uh, and uh, you know, the, the chance to play with new, new stuff. 
that's that's one of the things I actually love. Like I I I I've uh, run a few tools through their uh, through tests from time to time, and uh, and that's that's a lot of fun. Like I uh, I I know I did my uh, my deck out here a couple of years ago, and honestly, there's times when I swear it looks like a commercial because you're you've got all these uh, these new products that you're you're dying to try out, and I finally have a project that I can do it on. Right, so. <laughs> Well, that I I I hope everybody can hear they're 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 already in better hands with with Adam than with me because I I would I would cut my arm off if I tried to uh, if I tried to do anything handy. Let me tell you right now, if there's I I always say I always say if there's I, I'm one of those people. My my brother-in-law is a carpenter, okay, and 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 I am very much not. And 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 the the main thing he, he and I have worked on little projects together, and and what I find is when there's two ways to do something. And and it's not immediately clear which way you should which way you should what, what how you should do it. He always makes the right choice more or less instinctively, and, and I will flip the coin tails every single time and do it See. the other. See, I, 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 I had the benefit where, like, my, my grandfather was a carpenter, so yeah. I, I used to love you go go to his place and you know you you, you toy around in the, in the shop and you learn a few things. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to learn as much as what I'd love to have learned. Yeah. Um, but there there are a few little uh, little tricks and tidbits and that. And uh, I, I find when it comes to things like uh, building, it's it's about learning how to recover from the unexpected it's mm -hmm. the you know everything measures up on paper you put it down in practice and you realize well that's not going to work what do i do now yeah. and uh and i think that's one of the things that he kind of instilled in me and it's a it's an ability to troubleshoot and you know whether whether it's even even things like the the magazine we're putting together articles and you realize okay well all of a sudden i've i've got a half page extra that i need to figure out what to do with what do i do it's and problem and, solving Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Tap dance and make it, and 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 get something in, in rolling that's that's going to solve the issue of the day, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. So, but the um, uh, I liked I liked the point you made uh, uh, before too. Sort of sort of getting back to to what the magazine does, um, you know, about the about the European shows and 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 seeing a lot of the new stuff that's coming out. I, and w one of the things I I always like to to emphasize and and Adam you can tell me if you if you share this perspective is when you look at really any of our B2B titles uh, and and certainly Canadian contractor there's that word Canadian at the front of it and 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 that that that's an important distinction um there's um th th there are a lot of products and, and and a lot of things going on in Europe and even in the states that 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 you you can't get here for one reason or another that aren't compliant here for one reason or another that are very different i I've, I've had a number of financial people out of the US want to come and, and do an article about insurance or do an article about um uh uh, uh stocks or, or 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 something like this uh banking banking financing uh all this kind of thing and you know and i and i and of course i go back to them and I, and i say you know guys i realize you're a very knowledgeable person in in new york but 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 I'm going to tell you the rules are different in Canada and a lot and a lot of times they're like oh really, you know and, yeah. and like and, oh, and, and, you know so that, that focus on yeah. Canada that focus on Canada I think is something we can deliver we, we I've always tried to deliver to the readers and say you know what if you want to know about American stuff there's lots of great American books if you want to know about European stuff there's great there's great online European stuff you know uh, 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 but but. The one thing you're going to find in Canadian contractor is is it's going to be relevant 
to Canada. Is that is it is that how you try to approach it too? hundred percent. The the interesting thing about being Canada is we've got that foot in two different waters as influencers and uh you know even when it comes down to you know we include the canadian you and all all of our uh you know words like uh, honor and behavior and whatnot <laughs> uh, you know and and you have to explain out that we've got this strange mix in that we've got european influences we've got american influences um, you know, we're, we're not afraid to measure things in inches, uh, but you'll find millimeters out there as well. Um, you know, and and trying to navigate those waters, it's as you said, it's not a direct automatic that something is going to come over. Uh, I've I've spent countless hours, years at this point, um, chasing down fact checking to make sure the product is actually available in the Canadian market. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I always explain to uh, the PR teams that, that do the outreach. So the last thing I want to do is show something off that looks fantastic and then tell my readers that you can't get it. Like if, if there's a way to turn somebody off, it's show them, you know, I, it's kind of like, you know, if you're shopping for, for a new home, one of the worst things the real estate agent can do is bring you into a home that's three times what your budget is. Mm -hmm. And then your eyes go big. You go, wow, this is what I want everywhere. And every house that's in your budget no longer looks so it's appropriate. <laughs> you know, and and um, so, you know, I, I, I look at that from uh, from what we're sharing as well from the financial picture. Absolutely. We've got different laws, regulations and whatnot uh, from the uh, the construction side. Our building codes vary. And in some cases, just, you know, province to province and and, uh, and jurisdiction to jurisdiction can be hard enough to navigate. But if you ever look at the uh, at the code picture down in the U.S., it's a patchwork quilt all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so there will be things that are made for the U.S. that will not cross over here. Uh, we used to have to watch that a lot when I was on the mechanical side because, um, you know, the, the efficiency ratings of products. Um, you know, you, they were still selling 80, 80, um, uh, percent efficient furnaces in the U S long after Canada shut that down, mm -hmm. um, you know, where, where we moved to 90 and above. And, and I, I, it's been a few years since I've been in that sector. So I'd actually have to look up to see what, uh, what's allowable now, but, uh, but that's part of what we do is, is fact checking to make sure that what we're putting out there is appropriate for the Canadian marketplace. Um, you know, and, and as you said, there's, there's influences constantly and, and outreach across the border. And that's one of the first questions I ask is how applicable is this to Canada? Who's carrying it or who in Canada has the experience so that, uh, you know, what we present is going to be legitimate, uh, you know, no different than a product. If you go and give advice on, uh, on insurance or, or, uh, or accounting, you don't want to have that slammed back because uh, nobody likes to play with CRA. Play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, I, and um, one of the things I, I've always looked at is, um, is uh, you know, not only is it available in Canada, do you actually have distribution in Canada? Yeah. Um, um, you know, anyone can say, oh, sure, I'll ship it to Canada. You know, I, I <laughs> you know. Um, oh, you, you've been in my shoes before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, some, yeah. Something sitting in uh, in customs while they will not release it. Exactly. Because they don't have the, uh, the mm -hmm. paperwork or knowledge that it's uh, that it can even be sold in Canada, yeah. uh, you know. And you're if you're working on a project, you're sitting there waiting on uh, on product to come through. 
yeah. you know, go, go and talk to your customer and say, oh yeah, it's, it's almost here. It's sitting in Niagara Falls or Windsor. You know, it's, it's not going to help you all that much when you've got a schedule that you're trying to keep. And uh, it is actually kind of funny, uh, you know, the, the war stories that you hear. Um, like I do know of somebody who had a, uh, a shipment of, uh, of tile from overseas go down in a ship. And they had to wait for it to go and uh, custom tile get, get refired and sent back over. So you know, it's these are things that uh, that are you know, how how do you plan for that sort of stuff? You just well, don't, you, don't. you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem solving we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you yeah, can do a lot of it. So listen, let's 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 do this. Let's let's tell people. Uh, not 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 everyone maybe knows about everything that Canadian contractor does. So we're gonna walk. I want to I want to tie. The things that we do to what and and this is to get your vision of it, uh, I, 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 to 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 what the what the benefit is going to be for the readers or 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 how we're hoping it's used or or how we're hoping it's it's working to help people's businesses because ultimately that's what we're trying to do here is help everybody's businesses. Yeah. Um, four print magazines uh, a year, uh, I think is that is, is the the yep. anchor of of uh, of everything. In this world, uh, uh, the death of print, you know, it's, 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 why do we even do, why do we even do print magazines, Adam? What are they good for? Uh, and, 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 and I'll, and I'll make it easier on you by saying, why do people love them so much and if they don't get them? <laughs> well, I, I think the fun thing here, and, and one of the things that, uh, that, um, you know, how we interact with media is different dependent upon the medium. And um, there, there is a, um, I, I guess, a different feel when you pick up something in print versus seeing it on a screen. Um, there's a longevity and, a, and a, I'll call it a believability factor. Um, one of the things with digital is it's quick and easy. If, if I spot something, oh, you know what? I, I had a typo. It does happen once in a while. I'll hop on screen and go and fix it. Um, print, you got to be far more secure and selective in what you're doing because you got to live with it yeah. uh you know it's it, it's there and and along with that comes the benefit of um uh as i said it comes down to that that credibility factor um that so many of us want and need the other thing is that, like i've uh, been around the uh the block a, a lot of years and so much of the research says that you're going to hold on to the knowledge longer if you're picking it up in print so you know again there's there's uh there are a whole bunch of different reasons why we tend to like the the print product uh sometimes it's if, if it's a technical topic it's it can be more easily absorbed that way um, but again, the digital products, they've got their benefits. If you want a quick hit, if you want some knowledge about, you know, I, I find it's really good for that uh, starting point where, uh, you know, how many of us have been online and you look up, and you realize three hours have passed because you started down one little node that was a click on a headline somewhere. And, you know, 40 clicks later, you realize, oh, well, I guess it's almost bedtime or I, I forgot to have dinner, uh, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. so these, these are the things that are, that, that happen. And it's really good for that, that, uh, more deep research, because even in print, I'm going to have three pages to cover off a topic. It's not going to be enough. Like it's not a textbook. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, and, but, uh, but we will provide a certain amount, a certain level of information. And then you can kind of either 
take that and apply it to what you've already got or use it again as a starting point, but it's a bit of a broader start starting point from print yeah. than from the digital. But as, as I said, each, each has its, has its great purpose, right? Um, you know, if, if you're looking for, for uh, kind of fast information, digital's fantastic email you're going through, you see a few product uh, notes in that it might be something that's coming up or it puts it on your radar so that, you know, three months from now you go, you know what? I, I've got a need for something and I think I saw it, you know, down XYZ channel, uh, hopefully Canadian contractor, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. um, so, so there are, um, a number of different things that we do. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that I, you know, as much as I, I, you know, what I just described at the end of the day, one of the things that I like about the digital side of things is it allows you to, uh, match up to what your tendencies are. So if you're somebody that likes to read everything on screen, I'm not going to say you got to read it in print, read it on screen. That's fine. We will get you information that helps your, uh, your business out. Uh, and, or hopefully it helps your business out. That's what our plan is. Um, and, uh, and we're not going to limit you anymore by saying you can only do it in the way that we prescribe. We're going to give you several different ways of, uh, of gaining, uh, information and sharing knowledge. And, uh, and that's really what, uh, what media is about is sharing knowledge. Uh, you know, we find some information, we try and pass it along, hopefully without putting too much of our own inherent biases in. But, uh, you know, part of what we do is we try and screen for the things that, uh, that we think will, uh, will help the reader out the most. Yeah, and that's, they... that's the goal. It's not, you know, that it's, it's not about one side of a coin or another. It's about what's going to match up to the audience that I'm curating information for. Right, right. And that word curating is important. That, 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 that to me is one of the great strengths of the print product is that, is that, is that it's curated. It's, 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 you're going through it sequentially and, and, and someone, us, you now has, 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 has given a lot of thought actually to, to what order things are happening in, how long things are, uh, uh, uh what exactly is appearing on that page. Um, the, the, the thing I always say is, um, you only find things on the uh, on the uh, on the online. For the most part, you only find things when you look for them. Yep. Um, when you get that print issue every time, you don't know what's going to be in there. Uh, so 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 there's a there's a there's a little bit of a finding out things you didn't know you didn't know. You know what I mean? That there's yep. there's, there's there's some of that going on sometimes on the digital side. Um, I guess start with the web. The the website is really sort of. Um, it is sort of the hub, I guess. Uh, you yeah, know, it's it's kind of the anchor and base, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, from from there you can get to, uh, um, you know, whether whether you want to subscribe to our our newsletters that mm -hmm. uh, that that we put mm -hmm. out. Uh, our digital archive is is there. Um, that's that's actually a big help. I know when I uh, when I first started in the business, I had three or four filing cabinets that were just filled with materials that I would need. That now fits on a little thumb drive and, and there's still space on the thumb drive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, as far as being able to... Uh, to go back and review if you if you think you've read something somewhere you mm -hmm. can hit the archive which is which is great right. uh very very often you know you just hop into the search function i do it myself uh, on 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 site when i know that i've had an article on something and i want to cite it or or you know include uh information from it in some way shape or form i'll just hop into the search string and and uh throw in a couple keywords that align and it brings it brings it right up um you know the the 
other digital products that we've got out there well i think we're we're somewhat on one right now uh you know yeah. the uh we've got these other avenues just for for interesting dialogue to happen and uh, as i said I've, i'm i'm a big fan of uh peer-to-peer -peer sharing that's what i love about uh, uh about b2b and um you know it it we've got these new avenues to do so yeah um you know and, and options yeah, and, and one of the things that I do like about contractor is that there's still a focus on the contractor. Um, you know, the the uh, the covers that we've got, you'll typically see a person on there. And for me, uh, people are the, are the industry. You know, it's uh, let's find out what they're doing. What are they building? What's making them shake? What's what's their challenge that they're going through at the moment? Because as I said, they're not the only ones that are going to be doing that. And, uh, and for me, it's, it's people, projects, and products. You put those three together and you can probably cover off 80 or 90% of, of, uh, what an industry needs, uh, needs as far as, uh, dialogue points, you know, what's, what's the, uh, what's the new product coming up? What's, what's that contractor going through with their business? Is it a succession plan? Is it a, um, uh, is it navigating, um, uh, labor woes? Is it, you know, th there are always dis discussion points when you talk to an owner of a company and interview them. Um, you know, th there's a lot of learning to be, to be shared there that they've gone through and, uh, and it just opens that dialogue again. I want to get into some of the things you're going to be talking about in 2023. Uh, but before we do, though, let's just quickly touch talking about connecting to people uh, uh, on the on the social media side. Um, you know, Adam, in this in this in this industry, we have we have some people. Uh, uh, I'll say on one side of an age divide who uh, who are who are uh, uh, very very into it and 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 are and are on Instagram all the time and 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 that's great. Uh, and and we try to do stuff on that side, uh, and then we have on the other side. We I would say probably the preponderance of our listeners right now uh, are, uh, are 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 on the other side of that age divide and can't can't find a lot of time in the day for social media. Uh, what to to your mind? What's the what's the role in our channel? Because uh, we, we we do Twitter, we do Facebook, we do Instagram, uh, we do LinkedIn. Actually, is 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 another good one. What do you give, give me some comments on on social media and B two B? You know, so social is kind of interesting. Um, you know, we'll we'll never be the Kim Kardashians of the world with millions <laughs> of followers and whatnot. Uh, but again, it comes down to industry sharing. Uh, my my preferential leaning has always been towards LinkedIn versus the others. Um, I find that there there are a lot of uh, more professional dialogues that go on there. Um, but uh, I know with Instagram, I've got some friends that are uh, that are in the contracting business and front line, and the things that they get to shoot are fantastic for Instagram. And again, it's great for sharing that way of, you know, check out the build that we just did, or, you know, today we're going to try out this, uh, this product on, uh, uh, on a job and we're going to see if it actually saves us the time that the, uh, that the company says it's going to save us. And you get those sorts of, um, uh, the reviews. One of the challenges that I've, uh, that I find is, um, you and I aren't on the tools. So for us to give a, a review with any credibility, we're not the people to do that. We have to find the people who can do it. And things like uh, like Instagram allow that to happen. Um, I, I find with uh, with LinkedIn, 
it's um, it's really good for you know you throw an instant instant message out there if you spotted something like uh, I, I was watching a broadcast and one of uh, one of the PR people that I know their client's product popped up on on I think on NBC and I was watching and I so I just pinged them with a really quick message saying hey fire on the uh, uh, I think it was the Vikings game I said go and check it out they've got some of your piping at the stadium <laughs> you know and uh, and it's those those things that you get to do that. You know, if I put that in print and waited for it to come out, the the uh, the game's long over at that point. You know, uh, and and uh, and I I think um, you know there there's definitely a, a role there as far as the divide. Um, I, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty close to the uh, to the upper side of that divide or uh, age wise. Uh, I can admit that now. I, I, I've, <laughs> I I I've had gray hair since my early teens. I blame my genetics and possibly my dad for that. But uh, but the reality is that uh, I, I think I've, I've I'm kind of growing into the gray hair, and that uh, yeah, the age is is, is there. But uh, but I I do know that there are a lot of younger contractors that are up and coming that are really heavy into into the social side so i think we're we're going to see a lot more of that uh and i think part of part of that divide happened because there there seemed to be uh, you know a decade where there there was a, a gap in in the number of people going into the trades and whatnot mm. um you know and and i think uh my vintage is is pretty much right in that that uh that mode you know i i've got a few friends that are in the trades but nowhere near proportional to uh to other um lines of work yeah. and uh and it, when i was going through school it really was not pushed the the people that uh, that i know that went into the trades they had a family connection otherwise they wouldn't have known about it either and you know i i look at it now and and you know the the um I came out, I had no idea what I wanted to do coming out of school. And um, I, I honestly think like I, the plumbing side and the, uh, and the carpentry side, both really appeal to me. I, the, the logic is there. I can follow them easily. Um, you know, I, I was found with the, the trades that I covered on mechanical. It's like, I was fantastic till we hit uh, refrigeration. And then the, uh, uh, then you've got a fluid going through a phase change and I got lost, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but I can, I can logically look and say, okay, well, you know, gravity is gravity. It's going to flow downhill. Uh, you know, like, um, so, you know, going through school, it would have been interesting to see maybe a pre-apprentice course or something like that way back then. And, um, but with that gap, now we do have that bit of a divide. It's not as gentle, a, a um, uh, I guess an evolution into some of the, uh, the newer things that have come along. There is that, that, uh, those gap years. So it, it is, I almost think like at, at some point we're going to see a really quick switch thrown on digital product and it's, we're, we're pretty close to it, I think. Um, only because of the demographics of, of what the construction trades are for, uh, you know, we, we've, since I entered, uh, covering this, uh, the construction trades, I think the average age of a contractor has always been in the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think you're right. I, I, I mean, I know just, just observing my daughters, um, and, uh, and observing, like you say, what, what the, the younger people in the industry are doing, uh, 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 I, I'm going to need to do more with Instagram in, in my publications. Uh, and, uh, and, and that, that just seems to be something that's uh, tremendously popular. And, uh, and like you say it, yeah, for, for, for what we do, 
um, projects, things that you can take a picture of and, and probably get more information quickly uh, than, than you could even by reading about it. Um, something like uh, something like Instagram really is uh, is is popular and, and and serves a social need. How much of a business uh, uh, boost it is? I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, only people who follow you see Instagram. Uh, so your friends, so your friends are seeing your projects. Um, uh, maybe that can change. Maybe that can go wider. I don't know. Um, well, I, I think so, sometimes though, it, and again, this is part of my background. I didn't get into. I was actually. Uh, uh, the uh, North American PR manager for a uh, building uh, products company for oh. uh, for a little over a year as well. And um, when people are looking for, um, you know, in you know, you're looking to put siding on your building, you're looking to to get a roof done or or a kitchen or bathroom. Um, you know, social media does actually play a factor in there because. Yeah. You know, clients are going to start researching and whatnot. And uh, as you said, with uh, with some of them, you're kind of locked into the follower group and whatnot. But others are a little bit more wide open than that. So Twitter, if somebody's going in and they say, you know, cool kitchen. Yeah. Let's see exactly. what pops up. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, and it, it can almost serve as a little bit of a reference point for, for new business. Mm -hmm. So there there is a bit of a business case. It's just it's a it's a not it's, it's harder to quantify, I guess. Um, you know, it, it's, it's like the billboards on the highway when you're driving past them. Can you guarantee that that company got a direct sale from that billboard that's up there? But it's like fishing, you know, sometimes, you know, out of the number of cars that are going by that billboard, yeah. you know, three of them might need uh, router services for their pipes. And guess what? There's a billboard there that tells them who, who they can hire. Yeah. Um, will you get everybody? Absolutely not. Um, but it's, it's part of that, that matrix where, you know, again, it's try, trying to quantify the exact number of what you spent to get that person in. Uh, it's going to be ballpark at best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then there's this podcast, uh, that people are listening to right now. And, and, and you touched okay. on, um, that, that, uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping you're planning to continue. I think so. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I and, and I don't, I don't, don't know if, you know, again, I'm, I'm taking over in a way that, uh, I, you know, I'm not a carbon copy of you, of course. So, right. you know, there'll be, there'll be some adjustments and whatnot, I'm sure. Uh, some of them intentional, some of them that uh, will probably go in and, and I'm not going to be aware that I changed something on you uh, only because I've got the ways that I, the, that I've been doing things for years as well. Right. So we right. all kind of bring our own fingerprints to the, uh, uh, um, to, to the plate and, mm -hmm. and see where things go. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I think things like this where again, it's dialogue. If, uh, if I can land some good, uh, uh, good people to have conversations with, it only makes sense to, uh, uh, to do so. Um, you know, and, and my aim with uh, with all of this, it's always for uh, um, to allow somebody to do a job better, faster, more profitably, that sort of thing. Like that's those are the driving forces. It's a business magazine after all. You know, yeah. it's B, business to business, B to B. So you know, for for me, I, you know, profit's not a not a uh, profit's not a four letter word. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Well, I just uh, well, I I just love this chance uh, on on these on the podcast to. Um, to, to, to really get the full, you know, get somebody's full thoughts. I mean, uh, you know, you can, you can have as long of a, of a conversation as you want. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, I find it more engaging, at least personally, to hear to hear two people going back and forth and talking about something. 
um, um, you know, maybe than just being uh, lectured to or, or you know, uh, some sort of a presentation. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of the platform, and um, and uh, the hammer's been doing very well. Uh, actually, uh, we, I, I was just doing my numbers actually, and uh, and I, I, I think we had something pretty close to a, a 200% increase in the, in the downloads uh, over the course of the year. So uh, nice. Uh, it seems like, it seems like we're getting some, uh, some interest and some, uh, some penetration out there. So uh, Perfect. yeah, yeah so the podcast will roll on. What do you think? What do you think you'll be talking about on the podcast, Adam? Give me, we, we talked a bit about, Oh, geez. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, well, I'm talking, this is, this is our way into trends, right? And, and, yeah. and you're going to talk about in 2023. I mean, what do we see on the horizon? What do you see on the horizon? Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked a bit about labor. That's obviously top of everybody's mind. Um, is there, is there, is, is there anything, is, is there anything we can do as a, as a, as a publication to 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 do, to help anyone with this. I mean, it just seems to be, you know, yeah, tractable. You know, labor is one of those things. It so my my previous publication. Um, you know, I, I was editor there for almost fifteen years. So, and I I I was the founding editor of the magazine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first magazine that we had, we had uh, actually Richard Trithui, the plumber from uh, uh, from this old house. Um, you know, and, and we went through a whole bunch of things of, you know, where's the industry at and all that. And back then, labor was one of the top of mind items that needed to be fixed, addressed, whatever. And uh, so at our 10 year mark, I said, well, you know, let's go back and, and look what's changing in the decade. Labor's still the number one yeah, issue. Yeah. And here we are another, uh, at this point, what, seven years past, mm -hmm. and labor is still the number one concern. Nobody can seem to get uh, enough bodies for what we need. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I, I think, uh, you know, if I can, if I can find some people who are smarter than I, who I can get out on the, uh, uh, on the podcast and, and, uh, and have some discussions on that front, uh, I think that would not be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the challenge of course, is there's all these programs going on right now um to try and entice young people into the trades mm -hmm. but you are a minimum of five years and in, in a lot of the um uh, a lot of the trades to get your journeyman's ticket mm -hmm. um so if you're trying to pitch to somebody who's in grade nine now that's a 10-year plan you know it's so you're not going to fix the hundred thousand people that we need in in the construction trades today you know i think the last numbers i saw there were ninety-one thousand positions in canada open that yeah. could have somebody, you know, if you walked up today, in you go, you're, you're hired sort of thing, provided you've got the right credentials. And how do you get those credentials? You know, again, that's people who are smarter than me have to uh, uh, have to set forward some some planning there. But we do have some uh, uh, some programs, at least in the works. I think there's some uh, uh, things that will help in in a bit of a midterm, long term sort of thing so we don't have that gap that happened in the uh you know when i was graduating in the uh i'll say what late 80s early 90s um so there's there's a little bit of that that will um that that will hopefully help on on the labor side but short term i honestly don't know what the what the true solution is and that's where if i if if i spot somebody who's got some great answers guess what they're getting a phone call for yeah. a podcast <laughs> Well, it's, got, yeah. it's probably got to, it's probably got to be immigration, uh, uh, short term, um, um, doing something with the rules there to let, 
uh, tradespeople in instead of just software engineers. Uh, yeah. I think that <laughs> I think I think that might uh, that might be helpful if if they can do some of that and 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 some of the things um, some of the governments seem to be paying more attention these days. Uh, uh, I think uh, I think Monty McNaughton over at the Ministry of Labor here in Ontario uh, has uh, has has at least paid some attention and thrown some money and some investment and some ideas at at, at some of the trade stuff. Um, but again, like you say, long-term, th those are long-term fixes and everything we can do is, is a long-term fix. I mean, we've, you know, we've done some of, we've done some of our women in construction things. We have some more of that coming up, which are annex wide across several construction brands. Um, you know, and that, you know, one of the, one of the objectives there is to encourage, you know, women and inspire them to look at the trade and, and, and get involved. Cause you know, there's 50% of the population that we've barely taken advantage of, um, but, um, yeah. And, and I, I, I think looking at that, like even with, with some of the planning that's going on for, I know the, uh, the next, uh, women in construction, uh, summit or forum, what did I forget the exact term that we use for it, but uh, I think that's coming up in March. Yes. And, uh, one of the preliminary discussions that we're having for, for that is the possibility of a discussion about retention, because, you know, it's no different than, than with customers, you know, it costs the the highest cost that you will have is acquiring the customer for the first time. If you can retain that customer, the, the cost of acquisition of work goes down. And HR is not much different. You know, if, if you're trying to get these people in, well, once they're there, do whatever you can to make sure they don't leave. Because mm -hmm. if they leave, now you've got a hole to fill again. And guess what? That 91,000 goes up to 91,001, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah. So, yeah. so these are those things that sure. uh, we we have to be thinking about of what can what can an owner of a company look at and say what's going to keep uh, people happy to stay at my company, mm -hmm. so that you know I don't have somebody who, who leaves because you know I I I, I was um, um, dealing with the roofing trades for a little bit and there it's it's not unusual for somebody to jump you know you. you truck pulls up and says, Hey, I I've got a need. I'm paying five grand more than what you're paying, getting paid right now. And there's poaching going on, you know, and if you're at a company where you've got certain programs in there that allow some flexibility, like I, I love coaching hockey. If I can get to a hockey game, I don't need to get paid as much because I have the personal side of things that now is valued at my company. So things like that, that we have to start to get creative to make sure that uh, that we're not losing somebody to the idea of, uh, well, there's something else of value in my life and I can't do that if I'm here. So I'll go somewhere else that I can I can do that. Yeah. So there, there's all kinds of, of other other things we need to look at. But, yeah, the retention side is is massive in my mind. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's a good one. Um, coming out of the HVAC world, you're, um, I think, uh, also really well positioned to deal with the one, one of the issues that's going to be going on right through 2023 has got to be all the energy efficiency uh, standards and, uh, and and the need to build uh, 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 tighter insulating envelopes. Uh, I mean, I've already talked a ton about it in the la uh, in my time here the last uh, uh, three years. And um, uh what, um, what do you what do you what do you see what do you see transpiring there, Adam? Well, I, I think the reality, and and again, you talk about tighter envelopes. Uh, everything gets more complicated than uh, than what it first appears. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the the idea of of uh, insulating to the point where everything's super super tight. Uh, you know, I, I was on a build site where um, 
the the heat gain off of the lighting system was too much because of the uh, <laughs> uh, because of the insulation factor. So you know, all of a sudden, in the middle of the winter, the air conditioner is trying to come on. <laughs> well, you're so, supposed to be able to heat an R2000 house with a candle. Well, that's that's just it. But with that comes all of these other factors. So now we've got to look at air exchange. We need to yeah. look at things of that nature. So, um, you know, it, you can't just take this single pronged approach that uh, this is going to this is going to make everything uh, super high efficiency and it's going to reduce the energy cost. OK, but once you've done that, what's the trickle down effect and what else has to be addressed? Yeah. Um, so, you know, energy efficiency, it sounds fantastic, but we have to, I guess, temper our expectations a, a little bit, I think, and, um, and understand that uh, what on paper might look like, a, you know, an 80% gain at the end of the day may only be a 50% gain because you need that other 30% to address what other Pandora's box you opened up by 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 that uh, singular focus right so I, I i do think that uh we are overall um moving into you know ener energy reduction per square foot sort of thing mm -hmm. um you know uh anything that you can conserve like if you can uh um conserve energy it's like opening up new power plants without opening up new power plants right, right. um I, I do think that uh one of the big challenges going forward is the electrification of everything mm -hmm. um you know will we have enough uh, i'll call it bandwidth but uh will we have enough energy of that type to address everything and we also have to realize you know all of these work trucks and whatnot um, they're not going to go to electric uh, pickups overnight either, right? So I think there's there's a, a long term thing there that uh, that will play out as it will. Um, you know, uh, years ago, I think I wrote a column about the fact that I could see everything going uh, unified to electricity because then the the core fuel doesn't really matter. You can swap out where your power is coming from, right. but at the end of the day, everything comes off of that singular plug, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, isn't, uh, aren't the cell phones all trying to get down to the, the one type of, uh, charging plug, you know, and, and it's a little bit of that mentality to it, but, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because there's always those unforeseen consequences and, uh, hopefully, you know, it doesn't take 30 or 40 years to, to realize that we've taken a step in one direction and uh, and we missed something along the way. But, you know, we'll see. And uh, I, I think it's uh, it will be interesting and, and also interesting to see if uh, the manufacturers can keep up with the demands for things like uh, I know we just uh, replaced all of our HVAC systems here at uh, at my house mm -hmm. and i i was looking at uh, possibly going for an electric heat pump i'm in ontario mm -hmm. uh, we have interesting weather swings where it could be really high and really low mm -hmm. um and just the uh the availability and cost factor i went with uh with a high efficiency more traditional system and didn't go with the heat pump only because you know i i'm not in a um in a building where cost is not a factor um, and, and between cost and availability, especially like we did that over the COVID years, um, you know what the supply chain was like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, same decision here. Uh, I just did my furnace and, uh, and uh, looked at the heat pump and said, I, I'm never going to justify this thing, uh, even with the, even with the rebates.
it didn't uh, it didn't it didn't make any sense i love technology like that though like i'd, I'd even oh, go yeah. for a little bit of a premium if i if i had to but uh but it was it was too high a a hurdle to, to leap for yeah. for myself in this yeah. case so yeah and it's so so now adam you get to work on both sides of this equation you 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 can you can uh be talking about uh, uh, people conserving energy and making their houses more efficient uh, in Canadian contractor. And then in, in your other magazine on site, you can talk about building power supply. That's a portion of the infrastructure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you've got the heavy construction guys in there that are making dams and nuclear plants and, and everything else. Right. So yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Maybe, maybe they might actually work out some hydroelectric or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Adam, uh, uh, give me uh, give me one more thing that people should know about you as they're uh, as 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 you're as you're taking over Canadian contractor before we uh, before we wrap her up here. Well, um, my view is uh, an in an industry magazine is owned by the industry. You know, yes, we're owned by uh, by Annex Business Media, but at the end of the day. This magazine needs the feedback and the input and the dialogue with the people who are frontline. And uh, and and I know that Canadian Contractor has an active readership, and I love that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I look forward to to uh, the conversations that I'm gonna gonna be having. And uh, honestly, the uh, the best articles come out of ideas that come from from the people who are engaged in the industry. So when, when I'm chatting with the, with somebody at a, uh, at a trade show, you never know, it might, there might be a little note in there. That's, that's just going to fester for about six months. And then all of a sudden I'll, I'll, I'll go, you know what, let's do something down this road. And, uh, and those, those are fantastic. Uh, the other thing too, is that, as I said, I like having people on the cover. I'm looking for projects. I'm looking for, uh, for interesting people to interview who can uh, lend to the dialogue and, uh, and that we can have in the magazine. So, you know, it's, it's definitely, as you said, it's, I, I, I will never, uh, I never want to be the person who's just kind of pushing something out there and, and forcing it on, an industry I, I need that back and forth because that's that's when uh the magic happens that's a sweet spot and uh that's what i'll, I'll be looking for so uh if if uh, anybody out there uh uh sees me at a at a, at a show or uh, you know even if i'm just you know grabbing a sub down at one of the shops and you want to strike up a conversation i'm game right on at, you hear that folks adam is leaving the door open uh to your ideas uh we uh if you if you are uh if you have a thought for uh for for an article if you have some feedback on anything you see in the channels if you uh have a a, a project you'd like uh, maybe uh, adam to take a look at a creative eye on uh if you uh, if you yourself think you should be on the cover uh, uh i we we editors are, are are constantly thirsty for uh for ideas and leads on on, on new content and uh, i think adam's no different adam what uh uh do, do, do you dare to give out your email address? <laughs> well, here's the fun part. I edit for a living, but my last name doesn't conform to the rules of English. I know. So. <laughs> I know. I, it's, I struggle spelling it every time. It kills me. Yeah. I before E, except after T, and except in this case, except after C, except in this case. And, and I'm going to throw an extra L on you just for the sake of it as well, right? So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely. A-F-R-E-I-L-L -L at AnnexBusinessMedia.com. And, uh, you know, definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, I reach out. We don't bite. 
and uh, and uh, and Adam really doesn't bite, and he's gonna he's gonna do a great job for us uh, on uh, on Canadian Contractor. I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing what he does with the channel, and uh, and and Adam, uh, best of luck. You're gonna love this industry. Thank you, and thanks for having me, and thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity to you know share share some insights, backgrounds, and whatnot, and uh, let, let's let's do some work out there. Beautiful. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Hammer. You can find episodes online at CanadianContractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The Hammer is presented by Canadian Contractor Magazine.